All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Well, everybody, today's not a good day for the Edmonton Oilers. Last night's loss was a low, low point in this season so far. The lowest we've been. And then to top it off today, we sent down our five and a half million dollar goal. That's a good thing, in my opinion. It is a good thing today, but (laughs) it is not a good thing in the grand scheme of things. Welcome to Oilers Nation Every Day with Tyler Uramchuk. He's not here right now for the next five minutes. It's the Liam Horribin Show with Aaron Bordado. Aaron. Did you see the show last night? Because we were very sad last night. (laughs) Have we not done enough shows together in the last 24 hours? (laughs) What's one more? Let's go, baby. It is um, a crazy time right now. I actually can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're at this point in the season where we had to send down Jack Campbell. I think going into the season, there was a lot of optimism around Jack Campbell. Obviously, it's preseason. Everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. But he had a great preseason. He did a good job of getting... His game back rolling, and then when it really mattered, kill out four against the Vancouver Canucks in opening night. He had a great bounce back game against the Nashville Predators. It was decent against Philly. Was brutal for the most part against Minnesota. The team didn't help him. I'm not just going to mm-hmm. sit here and pretend that the defense in front of him has been rock solid and he's been allowing goal after goal after goal. It's been a combination of both. There's no denying that. But it is it's been a tough stretch for Jack Campbell as an Edmonton Oilers goaltender, and this is the right decision. This had to be done. I mean, Cal Pickett isn't going to come in and change the fortunes of this team. Similar to what? It's worth a shot. It's worth right a shot. Now. You've got it's to do something. And that's neither one, one of them goalies that, has given us a shot. So that's one benefit of this is that the Oilers aren't just sitting on their hands and waiting for somebody to come and save the day. They're trying to make a move and make things better. It's not good. Is not good, but let us know what you think right now. Obviously, the chat is buzzing. It's been going for the last two hours, it feels like, in here. Tyler will be joining us soon. He's just coming back from the airport. He was trapped on the tarmac. I think, though, Liam, the biggest news out of last night for me was on Oilers Nation After Dark when Mr. Uramchuk and Mr. Jay Downton joined the show, and I've never seen Tyler... Sound like that before. Oh. Sounded like a completely broken man. I'm sure we'll be back on the upswing in no time, <laughs> but he said some things last night. That, yeah, Tyler definitely <laughs> said some things last night <laughs> that I think he'll have to comment on today, which we'll definitely get in with him. I guess just on the Jack Campbell stuff. 
Something I've been, I'm trying to think of a scenario where this has happened before. The most recent one is obviously the LA Kings with Cal Peterson last season. I don't know how long they signed him for, but I know the cap was similar to Jack Campbell. They were able to move off that contract this year. The LA Kings then went out and found a way to address their goaltending. They got good goaltending, unexpected goaltending from Phoenix Copley, who had a very good season for what he, what he yeah. is, you know. Then they went out and got Jose, uh, Jose, what's his name? Corpusello. Corpusello. Jonas. Jonas Corpusello. Maybe that's what the others have to try and do. I don't know if Kyle Pickard is going to come in and <laughs> win as many games as Phoenix Copley is. But at the end of the day, it's the Oilers' defense that has to help out the goaltending. I know that's funny to say after what we watched with Stuart Skinner last night, where probably two of those goals, the two most important goals of the game that went in, were on him. And now Jack Campbell got fired on his off day. Yeah, I just said to you, it's weird that like the mood at noon here exactly when we got the news in the office that Jack Campbell was waived. We're all whooping and hooping and hollering. And then it just reality kicks in. I was like, wait, he didn't play last night. Okay, so this isn't just a Jack Campbell issue. There's so many issues, Liam. We do sound like a broken record, but hey. Hey, at least we got something different to talk about today. Yeah. I'm at least for, there's uh, something we said definition of insanity, trying the same thing, expecting yeah. different results. Well, this isn't insane. So yeah. So Kyle Pickett this season, four games for the Bakersfield Condors, a 203 goals against, and a 937 save percentage in his NHL career. Another thing, too, the new uh, director of scouting for the Edmonton Oilers, his name is escaping me at the moment. He drafted Kyle Pickett. When he was with the Colorado Avalanche. So there's a little Cops bit of, back on, baby. There's a little bit of history there. So Kyle Pickett has played 116 games in the NHL with Colorado, Toronto, Philadelphia, Arizona. Lastly, with the Detroit Red Wings in 2022. He has a 303 goals against average and a 903 save percentage. Start to the nine. I will take it, Liam. <laughs> it does start with a nine. But it's now it's now up to Skinner. Skinner, the trust has been put on him to turn things around. And I still believe in Skinner. He did enough last season for us all to believe that he can be a top goaltender in the NHL. They need him to play like the next four or five games and and win some games. They need Cal Pickett to come in and basically be the backup. Yep. They don't need. We're not asking a ton. Just, hey, just be there. Give me reasonable goaltending. Try and make a couple saves. I don't even want to ask for a save percentage with a nine. Give me an eight, nine, yes. and I will be to the moon happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Tyler will be here in a couple of minutes, I'm sure. But just to continue on this conversation, I know a lot of people wanted Olivier Rodrigue called up, and I believe someone in the chat said this Hand too. up. I did too. Oh, my He's God. Here. There he He's is. He's here. We haven't, don't worry. We've not covered anything. Have you talked? <laughs> Did you guys hear they waved Jack Campbell? <laughs> oh, we were just talking about San Jose on Thursday. <laughs> we're on to the Sharks. Oh, my God. I've never ran so fast in my life. Well, Tyler, we can't. Cur- let's get into it with the lead. <laughs> we currently, trying to fix the camera. <laughs> currently have 457 people in here. Did- so you better get ready to go, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> giddy up. Got some giddy things up. to talk about. So uh, what, what's just what we've covered so far? Jack Campbell going on waivers. This is now up to Stuart Skinner to run it himself. You don't need anything from Cal Pickard. It's not all on Campbell, but it's mostly on Campbell. Where do you want to go? (laughs) I was going to quickly talk about why Rodrigue is not here. Because this place is an Who says it's Picard? Frank 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 Cervalli said it's Picard. Thank you, Mr. Spaghetti. So, (laughs) Spaghetti. So, the reason it's not Olivier Rodrigue, this place is an absolute dumpster fire right now. (laughs) Having Olivier Rodrigue as part of this team is probably another recipe for disaster. You'd be throwing him to the wolves. At least Pickard, or Picard, whatever his name is, we'll have to learn that later. At least he's been in the league. At least he's been around the block a few times. He knows he can be a pro. That's fair. Um, your breath. (laughs) Yeah, catch your breath, catch your breath. Okay. Was that surprising? Yes. That they put Campbell on waivers? I just, I didn't think it would come at this point. Because you know what? little weird that Stuart Skinner gets lit up and they're like, son of a bitch, Jack, you're going down. He's like, you know, what's that? Uh, what's that 50 cent meme where he's like, what is it? Meepo. You know? So that's kind of like what that is. Um, 
But it, it's about damn time, man, to quote my favorite artist, Lizzo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I was just sitting on the tarmac coming up with all these things to say. Um, it's about damn time because it someone needed to be held accountable for this mess. And let me start by saying I feel for Jack Campbell, the human, right? Like, I mean, this is an objectively shitty thing to go through. Yeah. As a professional athlete, it's not a lot of fun. Um, but at the same time, he has $25 million in the bank. That's cool. That's nice. This isn't the end of his NHL career. Like, do I think Jack Campbell's played his last game as an oiler? No. Do I think Jack Campbell's played his last game this season? Also probably no, but this is a necessary message to send to the room because Jack Campbell's a good dude. No one should be saying he's a bad dude. Jack Campbell's a well-liked teammate. This is going to send a message to that locker room. The the thing that's worrying me a little bit about this, Tyler, and I, I agree with what you say. I, I think we will see Campbell again at some mm-hmm. point in this season. It seems inevitable that they're going to want it to work with him. What worries me the most is that he's going to go down to Bakersfield, find his game, be this elite goaltender like we saw in the preseason. Yeah. Then he's going to come up and crap his pants again. Like, it's just a worry of mine that, like, I just don't know if he can handle it. Like, he's just, he's a very good goalie when it doesn't matter. And that sucks to say because we all, we obviously want this guy to succeed. Mm-hmm. But he's you, just, you want not. the preseason numbers? <laughs> yeah. Do you have your stream yard up there? You yeah, can, I have my stream yard up. Okay. Take a look, look at, at these. So, this that. is Jack Campbell in, uh, in the preseason. Three games played, one goal against Stavridge, 971 save percentage. Caption, is Jack back? Well, Liam. Aaron, can we play the next Jack round? is not Jack back. Jack is not back. 44, 41 games for the Edmonton Oilers, 353 goals against, 886 save percentage. It's not good enough. <laughs> you know what else is kind of messed up? These aren't that much worse than his numbers last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's kind of like... <laughs> This is this really it's at the point where it really does feel like this is who Jack Campbell is, what what you're seeing on your screen yeah. right now. He's a guy who isn't an NHL goalie. And I don't even know if that's I don't even know if that's physical ability. I think we've seen him have good moments, obviously, think in the playoffs. But think about those playoff games, man. He comes in and has no time to think, and they're losing by three goals in all those games. There's nothing on the line. As soon as Jack Campbell has to think. As soon as Jack Campbell realizes there's the slightest ounce of pressure on him, he absolutely crumbles at every turn. And I feel for the guy. It's not an easy thing to go through, but someone needed to pay the price for this slow start. It's not Jay Woodcroft, clearly. Good. He's sticking around Mm -hmm. for at least one more game. (laughs) Granted, if they don't win the next two, he's probably toast. Uh yeah, at that point, I think there's, uh, yeah. there's flaws throughout this team that cannot be fixed. Right? If they lose to San Jose on Thursday... Oh, then, yeah, you're then burn in, it. Burn the whole thing down. You're in a lot of trouble. Too much trouble. Um, Yeah. I don't know, man. They got to rattle off some wins here really quick. And I think we've kept looking at different things that could spark the, and galvanize this team. Mm-hmm. They go out and win at the Heritage Classic. And I mean, early last week, it was fine. We were chilling, man. We had our feet up. We were laughing. We we're like, ah, oh, the record's not good, but who cares? They turned it around. Yeah. And then you have that game against Dallas where you don't win. You play unbelievable, probably your best game of the season. I think that, that Dallas game, they looked better than they did even in the Nashville win. Hit the post three times. Hit the post three times, you lose by a goal. But the Gagne thing happens, and it's like, all right, giddy up. Like th- That's going to be what turns this team around. And, th- and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think it says probably a lot about the mental makeup of this hockey team that they're going to need what's essentially a third wake-up call. <laughs> and guess what? If you need a fourth wake-up call, you're, you missed your flight. You ain't waking up. You're not waking up. You're dead. You're fired. It's over. Get a new job. It's Jover. <laughs> yes, it is Jover. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a really, really dark time. And to be in a year two, of a five by five deal and be waving the guy. That's it's flat out insane. The a comparison I had to try and give a silver lining in this was the LA Kings. They were a similar spot last season where they had Jonathan quick and yep. Cal Peterson. Peterson. And he managed to come out of it on the other side of things. I'm not sure what their record was with those two goalies. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't good, 
Yeah. But they managed to get on the other side. They have a very good team again this season. Can the Oilers get to that point? I don't know. They're going to have to find a way to somehow get rid of Jack Campbell mid-season, which is easier said than done. No one's looking to do you a favor in the NHL. Might cost you a first-round pick to get rid of him, which would then limit you to try and get more players as well at the deadline. But maybe that's what you have to do. Maybe you just have to find a way to to get Jack Campbell out of here further away than Bakersfield. If it was that easy, it would have gotten done. I, no, I agree. Like I, was I, talking agree. To, I was talking to Jay on the flight when we were sitting on the tarmac idly for 30 minutes. We had a lot of fun. And Jay was like, oh, like I wish there was still that rule where like you know you could claim him at half his cap hit or something. And I was like, Jay, if it was as simple as keeping 50% and getting rid of him, he'd be gone. He'd be gone. He would have been gone in the summer. It's just he's too much of an albatross, and that's why I don't think it's his last game as an oiler. There really isn't a clear-cut option out there because the trade would have been paired with yeah. this if if there was. I mean, I'm looking at who the UFA goalies are at the end of this season, and like, even if you want to include RFAs in it, okay, Cam Talbot, you're not getting. Jeremy Swayman, you're not getting. Carter Hart, you're not getting. Anti Ranta, you're probably not getting. Carolina's good. They need goaltending. Peter Morazic, $3.8 million cap hit, can't afford him. Like, you're so limited to basically just guys with low cap hits who you could convince the other team to keep half for the rest of the year. And that's your solution. And I'm just looking at those guys around the league and they don't exist. Like, unless what you want, Sam Montembeau from Montreal, he's not an option. You want Sam Sonoff, he's not an option. Dallas isn't training you, Scott Wedgwood, because he's actually good. Is Marc-Andre Fleury an option? I mean... But you can't afford it unless you're moving salary out. Out of all those names, I'd be the only one. Yeah, that's the one that I perked up to. But then again, what's he now? 37 as well? Like, Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. 39. You're just kicking the can down the road a little bit more there. That's that's the thing I've really thought about too. It's like, who is it? Who do you want? You just think Boston is just going to trade us Olmark for fun? No. Why would they do that? Oh, well, they have two really good goalies. Yeah, and they win a lot of games because of that. Yeah. You think Boston just doesn't want to win hockey games anymore? Montembeau, like, do we need that guy either? Like, isn't he just as inconsistent as what we've already have? Like, there's no solutions out there. The solution is Stuart Skinner. The solution is Stuart Skinner finds his game and becomes the goalie he was last season. Mm -hmm. When Jack Campbell was just as bad as he is right now. The only difference from last season... So this season in the goaltending is Stuart Skinner's performance. Yeah, 100% it is. And ultimately, I think if you want me to sit here and give you silver linings of this is why it could be better, it's because Stuart Skinner was good last year. He was really good and really consistent last yeah. year. You break a season down into 10-game stretches, he had one stretch that was really called significantly below average or below average, yeah. and it was right when he had his kid, and it was coupled with the All-Star break, and like you, you excuse it. I'm looking at his his run right now. I mean, the game against Calgary is the only game he's looked okay. Like against the Rangers, I mean, they lost. He had a 906, but still, like you losing, give up three goals. He could have been better. Yeah. Every other game, 750, 750, 889, 906, 923, comes back with an 852 and an 833. Like it, it's insane to say this, but like the season hangs and it, it's it's in Stuart Skinner's hands. He's the only one. And it, like, we'll obviously talk about the defense and everything like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, we will. But your goalie needs to make stops sometimes. Your goalie Last needs, night? The goalie needs to bail out mistakes. And it's been said in multiple press conferences now, along yeah. with a bunch of F-bombs. <laughs> Every time the others make a mistake, it ends up in the back of the net. Yeah. The start of that game yesterday, the Oilers buried 19 shots before they got one goal on Thatcher Demko. Yeah. He made save after save after save after save. They were making multiple mistakes, endless mistakes. Because they couldn't get a puck out of their own zone. The Oilers were all over them. Goes down the end of the ice once, and they get a great chance. Stu's going to make save. Second time, back in the net. Third time, back in the net. Fourth time, pretty sure that was back in the net, too. Like Just like, we can't just sit here and be like, oh, wow. Defense didn't help him, which they sure as heck didn't. But Skinner didn't help himself either when the other and Skinner said it in the in the press conference post game. He's like, I have to be better than the other goal at the end of the SS. The only guy mm-hmm. I have to be all night. Well, once again, you didn't. Yeah. It's 
looking at where this team is right now, it's just, it's flat out stunning, man. Like <laughs> I can't believe we're here. It, I, I can't like it, it defies logic. Yeah. And again, people are just going to like turn off their computers or their TVs. However, they consume this show. When I say this, they were unlucky for a stretch. They were, they were, they were unlucky against Winnipeg. They were unlucky against Dallas. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were unlucky. that second game against Vancouver. Although when you only score once, it's kind of like, man, but like if those two results and we're playing the what if game and it's loser talk, I fully acknowledge that we are doing this right now. We're losers. Yeah, we're all, we are losers. That's all we have to talk about. You flip those two results, the, the games you were unlucky so and you're four, six and one. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're not freaking out as hard right now. We're having some tough conversations, but Jack Campbell's not getting waived if you're four, six and one. No. If Stuart Skinner makes one more save against Dallas, you're, and if Stuart Skinner doesn't wander out and turn over that puck, four, six and one. And like, again, we're not freaking out to this degree. So you're unlucky for a stretch. And then you just show that you don't have the mental ability to power through things because mm-hmm. they give up one goal against Vancouver and all of a sudden momentum's gone and they can't do shit to climb, claw it back. Yeah. Connor McDavid doesn't look like Connor McDavid outside of the first eight minutes of that game last night. Leon Dreisaitl doesn't look like a superstar. He looks like your everyday top six forward right now. Like he's not doing a whole lot of anything. Evander Kane's got some gumption, but like that's about it. Who else is who else is moving? Sam Gagne had one good game. He's been Warren Fogel. Warren Fogel. Okay. That's it. That's all I got for positives. Yeah, Warren Fogel, but holy shit, dude, score. Like he can't <laughs> score. The breakaway thing is just obnoxious now. It's insane. <laughs> you tried it's, to kick one in. Yeah. And then you go to the blue line and it's like, whatever the hell happened to Evan Bouchard, I mean. Yeah. That dude is just, he's going through the motions in every sense of it. Every, yeah, every way possible. He's just the, the Bouchard thing. He's driving me nuts too, because that guy. I can't believe how bad he looks, man. Like, he, he could be having the best game ever. And then all of a sudden he just switches off and the puck's just in the net. But it's like, why are you switching off in those moments? Like yesterday it was the the fourth goal. Dreisaitl, to his credit, is He's trying bursting to get back and he's making an effort to carry, to get to the guy who's heading to the back door. Bouchard's right there. Then all of a sudden the play looks like it's kind of dead a little bit and he just quits. And then that guy is coming in scores. And it's just like, why is it you every time Evan Bouchard, every single time it's you, we, we criticize dry saddle for it. And he finally makes an effort yeah. to get there and it happens again. It's it's just death by a thousand cuts. I believe a great Playing man the once said, no. Playing the hits. <laughs> Shout out Peter Shirelli. Fuck, I mean, uh, at least in the decade of darkness, you didn't have the expectations. This is just, it's, the hope it's insane. It's the hope that kills you. Um, someone in the chat, not Tyler Mulek either. Could argue <laughs> Winnipeg, Dallas, and Vancouver game two should be wins. Five, five, and one is a lot better than two, eight, and one. Yeah. And if, yeah. what do they say? What If it's in nuts, if it's in butts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas. It's November 7th and the Oilers are like 18 points back of the Vancouver goddamn Canucks. What are we doing here? Yeah. And don't say like, yeah, let's call for jobs. Like hundred percent. Someone has to pay the price. Jack Campbell paid it today Uh, at this point. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll dump, I'll jump on the Dustin Schwartz thing. You you never see like to see someone lose their job. Obviously he's by all accounts, a good dude. He in the industry is very well respected, but Sure. Like, again, just start throwing people out because something's rotten here. Throw them out till you figure out who it is or who till you get a sum of rottenness out of here. I don't even know, man. <laughs> so <laughs> the Dustin Schwartz thing, I, I'm exhausted by the conversation. Me too. I'm sick of it. We just like don't know. Like, it's very evident. He's obviously a problem. Yeah. But we don't know what he's teaching these guys. And Not at some point you watch the games too and it's like, that's clearly not something that's yeah. been taught to you. You've made an error. Yeah. Like when guys are shooting from <laughs> like wide open in the slot, Dustin like Pius Sh- Suda did yesterday. Yeah. Firstly, defensive error. How is he wide open? Secondly, you have a clear shot on him. So it's going to like, nobody's blocking you. And somehow it goes right through you. I don't know. Like you have made that save a million times before. And right now it's up here with him. Yep. It is. They're in their own heads and it's, it's all over the ice. He's painted all over them right now. Um, first off, before we continue along, 
Big shout out. We're back in the sports closet studio. Feels good to be home. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any ads. Ah, that's so all good. Big, <laughs> a big shout out to our friends at Sherwood for the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marine as well. We don't get another game day till Thursday. And honestly, thank God. Well, like, <laughs> what are we even doing on Thursday? Like, if you don't blow out the Sharks, pitchforks are staying out. So, like, if they beat the Sharks in OT, I think they still might fire Woodcroft after. Yankees, I don't think it Yankees should be. Yankees on that thin of ice, bro. It needs to be Holland. And I, okay, I but, know what you I know what you're gonna say. I know, I, I know I, you know what I'm gonna say. I completely agree. But he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve the opportunity to walk into Jay Woodcroft's office on Friday morning, depending on the result, and say, Jay, thank you very much, but we're gonna move on. So then Jeff Jackson. Jeff Jackson yep. walks into Ken Holland's office and he should do that. Woodcroft has done enough for this team over these last two seasons to actually get them to relevancy mm-hmm. with the, this roster that we've we've sugarcoated it. There's no denying it. Over like the Oilers have been able to win a lot of games and their their flaws have been pushed to the side a little bit. Jack Campbell has always been an issue. Mm-hmm. But right now it's evident that this team needed to be addressed in certain areas over the summer. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't. Like I thought about this this morning. Do you remember when they almost traded like Sam Lafferty? The Oilers wanted Sam Lafferty yeah. and Toronto said we want Vincent Dehaney. Yep. You kind of look at that trade around and you're like, ah, oh, that would have been decent. I like, I know and, that's such like a small thing, but it's like just stuff like that is like you need maybe need the fresh face just to not have the loyalty around the room anymore. You picking out what I'm laying down? Yeah. I, I listen, I had a line during the Jays season when there was a lot of fire John Schneider talk. And I said, if I was the bosses, the guys cutting the checks at Rogers, and Ross Atkins comes in and says, I would like to fire my manager. I would, without hesitation, say, "Put your key card on the table, buddy. You're done. Like you're you're not getting another one. You you don't. This isn't infinite higher land. Yeah. yeah, it's not. If I'm Jeff Jackson and Ken Holland has six more months on his contract, eight more months on his contract, he comes in and says, "I'm firing Jay Woodcroft." It won't happen. They have too much respect for Ken Holland. I know it's maybe, and like I get it. I get it, but. In a fair world, it's a results-driven business. Yeah, if Ken Holland comes in and says, I want to fire Jay Woodcroft and hire whoever, I would say, key card on the table, buddy. Yeah. Car's got to be out of the garage by one. <laughs> you know, right? Like, There's a box at the end of your desk. We're check out. That in I anticipation. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> the other thing, too, though, and the argument against the GM thing is like, you're never, you're never going to save a season with a trade magically. Like, come on. Even if there's a right-handed Matias Ekholm mm-hmm. out there, like this team has to play better. Yeah. This team has the pieces to be the best team in the Western Conference. Look at them on paper. <laughs> Look at their blue line. Stuart Skinner was an all-star last year. They just need to be better as a collective. And right now, it is very, very hard to envision that happening. I think we did this on the pregame show yesterday, but we power ranked the, the blame. Yep. Holland was one. Mm-hmm. Players were two. Woodcroft was three. I don't see. Ah, uh, no. Players are. I one. go players. Players are one. one. Woodcroft. Yeah, I agree. Sure, Ken Holland's messed up a lot of stuff. What are you looking at? I keep hearing a sound back here, and I'm worried the shelf is going to fall. We'll just move it. Well, I'll just pull it down. I don't. <laughs> just open thing, it. Last thing we need is yeah, just to open it. Last <laughs> thing we need is a full bottle of Crown Royal coming down. I, I, it's on the players, man. Is how many points Ryan Nugent Hopkins have last year? A hundred and one. How many goals did Zach Hyman have last year? 38. I think. Is Evander Kane a good top six forward? Yes. Yes. Connor McDavid, the best player on the planet? Not right now. Not even top five <laughs> right now. In general. Yes, 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 yes. Leon Dreisaitl, a three-time 50-goal scorer or whatever? Yeah, he is. Darnell Nurse, a good NHL defenseman? Yes. The most consistent one yep, this year? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Did you watch Evan Bouchard in the playoffs last year? I sure as heck did. Is awesome. Mid- did you watch Matias Ekholm in the playoffs last year? That was special, special moment. Brett Kulak, a good third pair and defenseman. Yeah, he is. Ryan McLeod, Ryan McLeod scored an 18 goal pace last year. Yeah, you're just hurting uh, me right now. <laughs> well, like again, so you want to like? I totally understand the Holland frustration. The Jack Campbell contract is uh, again. I if I were running the team and he came in and said, "I'm waving my five million dollar goalie in year two of the deal," key card, right? Like that's a fireable offense in itself, right there. Like that's so bad. That's a one of the worst contracts in NHL history. And Ken Holland signed it. Ken Holland should pay the price. And we know he won't be the GM here next season. Won't be the GM here likely next summer. He's done. But this team, he 
he made good moves. The Zach Hyman signing is tremendous. The Vander Kane signing was good, albeit maybe a little too long, but you're in win now mode. It's good. The Zach Hyman contract, Ryan Newton Hopkins, like though he built the top six here. There's a top six in Edmonton. Yep. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl should have support. The Oilers lost in the playoffs last year because the other three in the top six stopped showing up. Mm-hmm. Darnell Nurse has played good this year. I won't stand for slander. I think for the bulk of the season, he's been a very good defenseman. Evan Bouchard has got to get ahead, get his head out of his ass, but it comes back to my point of these guys are talented. Yeah. We've all we've seen every guy in the top nine and in the top six on the blue line have stretches where they are really damn good. Cody Cece's first season here was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was. It was it really so, was. He was it so really damn was. good. They have to they have to figure it out in the room. And I don't want to sit here and do any more of this shit about, oh, a veteran leader, blah, 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 year eight, nine, 10, whatever, of McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nurse, mm-hmm. year 13 or some shit of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Figure it out. 13 years. You've been on playoff runs. Well, that uh, excuse is gone. You're not inexperienced. Yeah. No more of this, well, what are we going to do? No more of this, the bottom six sucks. Hey, bottom six, play better. Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, let's go, baby. 19 million bucks, 20 million bucks, whatever the hell you make together, mm-hmm. put the team on your back. Yeah, I know. I, I, I completely agree with everything you just said. Someone's got to want it more than they currently want it right yeah. now. It looks like none of them want it. Yeah, I agree. But I think a lot of the issues that were clear and evident in the playoffs of the goaltending struggling, yep. the defense having moments of laps, your, your players simply not showing up in the playoffs is evidently leaked into this season. Mm-hmm. There needed to be a little bit more. And I, I don't even know what you could have done, to be honest. I don't know what you could have done. But Rob Blake found a way to move on from Carl Peterson after his terrible contract. And it just seems like all these other GMs don't sit on their hands and they build to be better than the Edmonton Oilers, who was supposed to be the standard in this league. And all we got was Connor Brown, who I like. I thought he was a good standard at the time. Evidently, it has not worked. The Oilers needed more aggression over the summer. It didn't work. Now we're relying on a lot of players who are struggling to score. Yeah. And they're just not doing enough. And it starts with the guys at the top. I agree in the sense of like McDavid and Dreisaitl. Where are they? Did Connor McDavid forget he's the best player in the world? Like, it's crazy. But I'm, I'm curious about last night, Tyler. Let's, let's maybe talk sure. about last night. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first off, Lance has asked 40 times for me to, uh, to address my comments on the postgame last night. One, I was pretty intoxicated. What? <laughs> All right, let me just Does it make sense? Let me chime in right now cuz we got to we got to address this the elephant in the room. Okay. You said it, some things last night on the post game show. What did I say? <laughs> I don't want to repeat them for the people on the show. Uh I you, say it's you, over. You were done yes. with Jay, you were done with Connor and Leon. Nurse as well. And Nurse. Oh, cuz I am. Like they got really? No, they got to earn it back, man. Yeah, yeah. Like if this team doesn't make the playoffs, which is probably what I was going at, then they're done. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Connor, Leon, you guys love playing together? No more. One of you's got to go if this team misses the playoffs this year. I know that sounds dumb as hell, but like... No, it doesn't we, sound we, dumb I'm as hell at, to me. There's no other way to go about it. It crushed my soul last because, night to see your face like that. Because how else do you make change? Because look at this team. Look at their cap situation for next season. Mm-hmm. How do you open up cap space? I don't think anyone takes Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I was going to say Nugent. Also, we talked full, about that last full night. no move, not happening. Vander Kane, no move. I know Drysaddle has one, but I don't like. I don't know, man. And I'm talking as a very frustrated person right now. But like, there is no way for them to clear up enough cap space to significantly change this core any other way. So I, well, there is how. Well, you move on. You got to move on from Campbell. Okay, so there goes your next two first round picks. Okay. Okay. It doesn't and, matter though. And you get $5 million. What are you going to do with $5 million? You sign- could probably sign two depth forwards who could score goals for you. You can get rid Maybe. of a Matthias Janmark. Ryan McLeod, you're not See, worth it at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, 2.1. Fogel can, you can maybe, I would bring back Fogel if he's away. He's if earned he, an opportunity he's, he's to cheap, be at least sure. in the conversation. There's numerous guys on this team who you can move on from in that bottom six. That just don't need to be here right There's now. There's just so many things. Like I, again, I, I I'm, I'm talking if this continues. Yeah. Oh, me too. There's a long way to go. Listen, still. I fully expect that a month from now, six weeks from now, there will be a run where this team plays great, and we'll be sitting here being like, "Oh my god, remember when we were freaking out and saying they might have to trade Leon Drysaddle?" 
Like I, I know this is dumb and this is hurt talk right now. Yeah. But again, if this doesn't turn around by the end of the season, there's going to be some tough, 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 tough conversations to have. I said it last night on the show, but Tyler, just imagine how sick the championship DVD is going to be <laughs> when it started out like yeah. this. I've seen a lot of St. Louis blues reminders lately, so let's not lose hope. Yeah. Uh, Jack die. Campbell's buyout for those interested. If they were to do it this summer, cap, it would go down to 1.1 million next year. Mm -hmm. So you save 3.9 yeah. next year. It's 2.3 year after it's 2.6 cap. Hopefully going up, but also something to consider is we now have to pay Connor Brown next season too. Yeah. So you have a lot of dead money. So you would have, yeah, 70 million dead money next year almost when you consider the rest. And then after that, it's three more years of 1.5. Do which it. Is, yeah, you're, like you're doing it. You're, they're buying them out this summer. Um, just for reference sake, I'll pull up the Cal Peterson trade and what that took. That was there was three teams. There was a legit was, asset. There was first round picks. There was a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, on Hockey DB, it says the LA Kings traded uh, Sean Walker, Helga Grands, a second round pick to Philadelphia. Who is he on Philly now? Yeah, that's where he is. And then Philly had to move on from like Ivan Provorov, and it, it was a big thing. So that's like a brief summary of it. It could mm -hmm. be done. The Oilers will have to sacrifice something for it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like I know you just you, buy them out. I, I do. You really want to do this whole like? I wouldn't give up multiple firsts and all that. Like, did they give up a first? Well, Provorov is equivalent, close. I know they got some stuff back too, but like, <laughs> again, it's a complicated trade. It's an yeah. apples to oranges comparison. I I'd find a way to move him as much as you can. Obviously, it's easier said than done, but there's evidence mm -hmm. to prove it can be done. If you have to move on from someone with value, I just think it's worth it to free up that much money. You then have at that point one more year of dry sidle at eight and a half and yeah. two more years of McDavid at 12 and a half. Mm -hmm. You have to find a way as soon as you can, <laughs> to be honest. So the Oilers are at five points through 11 games. Mm. If they want to be a 100 point team this year, yeah, which like, I don't know, that might end up being the playoff cut line. What was it? What was the cut line last year? Was it 98? Something right around there, at least. Playoff cut line last year. Doo, doo, doo. In the East, Florida got in with 92. And in the West, Winnipeg got in with 95. So let's say you got to be a 95-point team. So you need 90 points in your final 71 games. 90. 45 and 36. Well, the good news is you only have to play Vancouver one more time. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's 45 and 26. 45 and 26. Go I was four. like, 45, 36 doesn't sound so bad. 45 and 26 to make the playoffs. That so they essentially, bad. you have, just have to win two, lose one. That's win kind of, two of every three. Two of every three. Guys, I, <laughs> they can what? do it. They can do but it. But you got to do it. Like, this isn't like a, <laughs> oh, you got to win two of every three for the next 15 and get on a heater. <laughs> you have to sustain it. Son the of a whole bitch, year, I'm back bro. in. I'm back in. Let's I know. Go. And I'm tired of drinking the Kool-Aid on this. <laughs> they need to prove it to me. That's why I'm saying it. the stuff I'm saying, because I'm tired of drinking yeah, the Kool-Aid. And that's fine. I can't sit here and believe they're going to do that right now because they can't even win a yeah. damn period. I know. There's just there's a lot wrong with this team. And it starts with putting an effort in, in the defensive zone. Mm -hmm. I loved what they did in the offensive zone last night. They did very, very well in, for the most part. In the third period, they came out. They mm -hmm. got to the net. It's unfortunate that Warren Fogel kicked the puck into the net, but they got there. But then after that, yeah, I didn't, so yeah, I didn't get a good replay on that goal at the rink. It, it was, it, it was the right idea. It, it was right a one. kick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was so many oh, legs in there. And that's no, why I couldn't nothing, really see. Nothing pushed Fogel to yeah. like get mm -hmm. it. And his stick wasn't close. And then when they zoomed out, you can see him directly looking down at the puck and he swings his legs. So, <laughs> tough one. But. He's got to try anything to get it past that line. So I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. Also, I like the theory of that you should be allowed to kick one in if your skate is on the ice. I really like that idea because it's the angling. It's just very frustrating. All right. Uh, the YouTube chat is absolutely buzzing right now. As always, it's brought to you by Finning Cat. Finning Canada is your local dealer for cat equipment. Built to handle work in Western Canada. The Oilers not built to handle work right now. <laughs> Finning Canada, Finning Cat, yes. Buy parts, rental tools, power solutions, everything you need at Finning.com. Find a location near you. Also, big shout out to Star Mechanical. Frank Cervalli is coming up tomorrow on the Star Mechanical guest line. Maybe we'll get his take on if the Oilers are close to making a trade. 
we can finally ask him and he won't get upset with us. <laughs> it's a real question. <laughs> it's a real question now, Frank. Yeah. I mean, they got to be close, right? Like, it's the mm-hmm. thing I, the silver lining, if we want to oh, find God. any of it, is <laughs> they're not sitting on the hands. They're doing whatever they can to try and change this within at the moment. This yeah. clear frustration. We have never, ever seen McDavid do that before. Go after guys back-to-back shifts? Crazy stuff. So is this their LA game? That's what I said on the post game, and people did not like that. People yeah. are tired of hearing of the LA game. And I kind of agree in the sense of, like, it shouldn't have to come to that again. Uh, just quickly on the Woodcroft <laughs> ejection, uh, Zach Lang brought this up in uh, the GDB, I believe it was. And Glenn Say what was his name again? I can't remember his name. Glenn Sather. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I messed it up. Um, he was the last Oilers coach to get ejected from a game, which would have been like 86 or something like yeah. that. Uh, he threatened to strangle the ref. So and I don't know what to what extent Woodcroft went to last night, but I don't think he was that far. Why did Drysdale get 10? They didn't. Oh, uh, Gene tweeted out a video and he was yapping at the ref, gloves off, like Barking. pointing at him. Like, During the like, TV timeout, he was giving it to him. Yeah. I really but seen I thought he got the TV. Uh, he thought he got the ten before the TV timeout. I I looked like it was kind of like leading up to it. Okay, so maybe that's also that's, why he was losing it. So I think much. that's why he was losing it. I think he was given the ten before the TV timeout. Yeah, may, maybe because in the rink, I was watching the ref, and he pointed one guy in and then did the thing. So clearly, the refs didn't want the frustration to get any worse. It did yeah. feel like that game was going to get on a hand from Connor cross checked JT Miller in the head. In the head. Did you see that in the ring? No. He, like, when that started, <laughs> so right up into his head. on the head, like, across the head. He was lucky, like, his stick didn't break over, and, like, he caught him, like, actually on the helmet. When they each like, get face. roughing minors, and that was it? McDavid, well, Hyman fought, yeah. There, and then McDavid got the roughing, yeah, but it was, like, clear that McDavid had cross checked yeah. him across With the, face. the all-time visual of the entire first line sitting in the box together. That's not something you see very often, people. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna throw a mock trade at you. Here we go. Oh, god, I'm in. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Anymore. Dude, is it a goalie? <laughs> what would you give up to get both Zadarov and Vladar? Make oh. a little deal with the devil down in Calgary. They were linked with those three defensemen, yeah. So, Zadarov and Vladar would come in at a combined cap hit of 5.75 million. So, if you could get Calgary to keep 50% of one of them for the rest of the year. Like, let's say they agree to take 50% of uh, Zadarov, yeah. or they take him down to a $2 million contract, and it's 4.4. Okay, let's have a look. I think 4.4 million dollars. 4.4 million. How many years do each of those guys have left? Zadarov's a UFA at the end of the year. Vladar's got two. Well, I give him, I give him a pick. I give him the first. Your next two firsts, Fogel. And I do whatever I could to get Campbell and not. I was gonna say I need. But Jack Calgary Campbell won't do it because Calgary has Wolf. So Calgary's trying That's to true. shed the goalie. That is true, right? That's so true. so if you're Edmonton, you got to get to four point four million dollars in cap space off the roster. I'm moving my first. Probably gonna have to move like a CC, right? Probably CC and but CC's got the extra year. But yeah, probably moving CC and Fogel or Fogel, one of the two. Both. And I'm giving Broberg and a third. First, third, Broberg, CC, Fogel. S- some th- bro, uh, Fogel or CC, yeah, something like that. You got to both to make the money work. Well, I thought you said that they were keeping fifty percent. Yeah, it's still that that even if they keep fifty percent, it's four point four million. But now we don't have Campbell. So that's one and a half. Or that's one point one buried. So if you go back to using your whatever roster, they <laughs> have no money. I can't believe we're playing this game. Right <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It could almost work if they kept a full fifty percent of Zadarov. Uh, maybe you can ask them to be like, "Hey, can you keep the two hundred k from Vladar?" Or like 100K. They probably wouldn't want to tie up a retained spot. Whatever it could be. Uh, how long has Vladar got left? Two, this year, one more. Okay. Two first in Broberg with the captain. What, do it? Whatever it took. Really? So two first in Broberg? No. I would, Is that too much? I, th- I wouldn't give up the two first. I would yeah. give up Broberg and a first. And then maybe like a third or a fourth. Yeah, or Bro- Broberg and a first is probably yeah. there. Look, Broberg like, first, Fogel. Or sorry, Broberg first, CC. CC Fogel? No, just CC because you can do it with Campbell's money. Probably. I wonder, I'm if, in. I wonder if hypothetically there's like a forward out there, mm-hmm. someone who is also a baddish contract yeah. that you can try and exchange for Jack Campbell. Similar to what they did with Lucic and, and Neil. But the problem is like you have to go find another expensive shitty goalie. 
right? Like but forwards are da. I'm not I, playing this hypothetically. Oh, da. I don't know who it would be. I'm just throwing the yeah, idea. Yeah, out no, there. I kind of get what you're saying. Like, does another team have an overpaid forward yes. and a good young goalie, and you could just go just switch it, go pay a ton for like you trade yeah. McLeod and Campbell for yeah. the goalie and the shitty. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, yeah, I, mean, I think that's the, it's a good idea for them to try and do. People are saying San Jose. The problem with San Jose is who would you get back? Like, you don't uh, want a Logan Couture. Yeah. Unless you want Mackenzie Blackwood. But yeah, who's the shitty contract there? Like, yeah. <laughs> take the last three years of Mark Edward Velasic. He's like seven mil. There's no way. Um, yeah, unless you took like LeBanc this year. But again, he expires, right? So there's not a ton of incentive there. Okay, we, we got to wrap this thing up because we got to go do Oilers Nation Radio. So if you're one of the, holy shit, 760 people, Thank 770 you, people watching, yeah, please smash the like button. Uh, also, you guys should come back tomorrow. We do the show at 1201 Mountain every day. So <laughs> tomorrow we have Frank Cervalli and potentially our boy Luke Gazdick. Oh, both of them. And Thursday is probably Zach Cassian. You like that? Look at that. 764. You just heard me say that. No excuse to miss the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Set a reminder. See you there. Friday. Back Wait, cover up your phone. I'll make sure. I'll make sure no one misses. Hey, Siri, set a reminder for tomorrow at 1201 to watch Oilers Nation every day. A bunch of people's phones probably just did that. Got him. We should do that every day. (laughs) Oh, some people might not be on uh, Apple. Hey, Google, set a reminder for 1201 tomorrow to listen to Oilers Nation every day. And set that reminder for every day, Monday to Friday. What's the other one? Set that reminder, buy an iPhone. Set a reminder for 1201 tomorrow. Um, All right, 1201, yes. Cody says not 1240. I was stuck on the tarmac. (laughs) Also, our plane went to go land and then just went right back up. And the pilot was like, I don't know. Love that. (laughs) Psych. Love that. But, Your entrance coming in here was all time though. So I really like that. Bring Cassian out of retirement. Said Cassian. Must have missed it yesterday when we said that. Yeah, I believe we're going to have him Thursday. Exciting times. Yeah, a lot of people are bringing up Swayman again. Guys, yeah. well, I'll say it one more time. I'm probably a few more. It's an off-season thing. Boston doesn't want to trade a goal that's winning them hockey games. Yeah. They're not in this position that the others are. They don't need to. You need to be looking... Close to where the Oilers are in the standings. Those are the kind of players. The Oilers can still be good. Things mm-hmm. can still be positive this season. Things just need to get a lot better and need to get a lot better <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. The watch party was dope, though, Ty. Yeah, the watch along was great. Thank you, everyone who came yeah, to watch Yeah, it sounds that. like it was fun. Yeah, It was fun. I good. genuinely had a really good time. So I think we'll do another one of those on... The 24th versus Washington, which is a 1 p.m. game. That's a day game, right? And then we'll do one on the 30th versus Winnipeg. Cool. So rotating cast of people. I think you'll be on one of them, I'm sure. Not the 24th. I don't think you're. I'm in Philly. Yeah. Raga. I'll be be there for all of them. So You guys don't miss a beat. I feel like you guys have just been here for like the last 24 hours straight. <laughs> it does. It does kind of feel yeah. that way. All right. Uh, big shout out to everyone who tuned in. Uh, we need to give some love before we go to Betway, who is the sponsor of that watch along. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's. I'm out. I picked McDavid last night. I, I won. Uh, who'd you pick? I picked Dallas shots, which is 25 Oof, and a half. Nice. Out of boy. Tonight I went with, what do, do you have all the options there? I um, do. Tonight I went with, I want to say Kaprasov point. Over 0.5 points. I think that's what I went with. What did you go with? Oh, you're out. I'm out. So I can't play. I forgot to get mine in yesterday. Ah, brutal. Stupid person. Ah, That sucks. Uh, Shout out to DoorDash. 15% off. Sorry. Where's my ad read? 25% off and zero delivery fees in your first order of $15 or more. When you use the promo code NATION25, Sherwood Ford, the giant Sherwood Sherwood Power Sport and Marine. It's been a day. It's been a day. Jack Campbell is on waivers. He gone for now. Picard up by tomorrow. We'll know if it's Picard or Pickard. Yeah, we should find. Yeah, can we? I I feel like it we'll used sort to it be out. We'll sort Picard, it out. but now I'm hearing Pickard. It might be Pickard. Um, yeah, we'll keep it all going. I and Frank uh, and yeah, probably Luke Gazdick tomorrow. Yeah. So loaded show tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. Before we run, I've seen this okay. name come up a bunch in our chat, and I just want to address it. Konovalov did not want to be in North America anymore. Yeah, you want to play I Russia. know he's doing great in the KHL and good for him. The Oilers didn't just let him go. He left. So let's get that one out of the way. I think I'm good. Yeah. I got, I got <laughs> my mom said something. the Google reminder thing worked. Her Google has a reminder. She's watching along. <laughs> hey, mom. No way. Hello, Probably mom. on my way home. All right. <laughs> That's a wrap on today's edition of Oilers Nation Every Day. What an edition of Oilers Nation Every Day. 
New episode of Oilers Nation Radio dropping this afternoon. If you want it quick, get it wherever your podcast you get your podcast from. If you want it later, it'll be up on the YouTube at some point today or early tomorrow. Shout out to everyone in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. You guys brought it today. You brought it. Absolutely brought it. We'll chat with you again tomorrow, 1201. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.